I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. I should point out we are on Skype, so our usual premium sound quality may not be quite there. But that's locked down for you. Yeah, don't blame us. Blame the Chinese. <laughs> you know, I was out walking the dog the other day, and this guy, he was he's like a, let's say he's a, a builder. So he's got those opinions. He's a builder. He's a bit chaffy. Yeah. I mean, tell you what, I'm never eating a Chinese again. We never oh. was going in that, do you? You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, really? Really? You'll get pissed one night in a few months' time. He won't <laughs> a Chinese and he won't be able to resist it. He'll stagger at the unicorn over to Lee Garden and think, ah, fuck it, I'll eat that. Now, listen, I'm going to say something slightly racist sounding in order to prove how non-racist I actually am. Because I've still... That's going to be a fucking miss, isn't it? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Because uh, I've been out... forward to this. Well, because I've been working out as normal on my travels as a delivery driver, if it's your first episode. Anybody that I've seen out and about who's looked kind of Chinesey, right? Because, I mean... You know what I'm saying? They they could be from anywhere, like right. not necessarily. But anybody that I've seen that looks kind of Chinesey, I've been almost sort of psychotically going out of my way to smile at them and make eye contact to prove that I don't blame them. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel bad that <laughs> that people might be giving them shit right now. So do you know what I mean? <laughs> you're in a white van, right? Yeah. Driving yeah. around with a mask yeah. and hazmat suit on. Yeah. So all he can see are your eyes just staring at him. My smiling eyes. Well, they, he doesn't know you're smiling. He can't see your mouth. For all you know, for all he knows, he's like you're looking at him like a serial killer would, prizing uh, up I'll, his next kill. Oh fuck it! I'll go back to beating him up then. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, no reason. Ridiculous. There's a reason you're banned from all the Chinese restaurants in Telford, isn't there? Uh, Guys, I think, you failed, I think you failed in your mission. Yeah. <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. <laughs> Let's oh. do this. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, um, today we're going to talk about alien human mutilation, as in. Humans have been abducted by aliens and then horribly mutilated and dumped back on the floor. Oh, then, to be more precise, I was going to say, Mike, to be more precise, humans who say they've been mutilated by aliens. Yeah. Well, just so a it's, second um, gone wrong. Oh, <laughs> so it is, Mike. Mike, are you speaking from experience? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, seen your ex for a long time out and about. Are you sure that you're not speaking of experience? I can say, hand on my heart, I've never caught anybody's anus. 
Well, okay. All right, then, well, before we get to that topic, before we get to the main topic, we'll do some weird news. And this is stuff we found on the net this week that's particularly amused us or we just found a bit strange. It's going to take 20 minutes, half an hour, and then we'll cut on to the main cut and thrust of today's topic. Oh, hang on. First of all, I'm jumping the gun. Yeah, we've missed a section. I'm jumping the gun. I do apologise. Let's thank some Mike. Thank some new and returning listeners for us, please. What have we got? Bad Vibel, Germany. Tampere, right. Finland. Tallinn, Estonia. Krasnoyarsk, Russia. Wow, a lot of Eastern Europeans. We welcome you, of course. Croydon, UK. Right. Thomasville, Georgia. Tel Aviv, India. Tel Aviv in India? Isn't that in Istanbul? Did I say India? I meant Israel. (laughs) 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 Mike, are you batting again? No, it's next to Bangalore, India. No racist. (laughs) Mike, are you just batted again? Well, yeah, but (laughs) next to it on the list. All right, sorry. Carry on. Do carry on. North Shields, UK. Brighton, UK. Fig Tree, Australia. Benton, Arkansas. Shady Nasty, New York. And top again, Fort Worth, Texas. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, thanks a lot. Welcome back to Shady Nasty, breaking the top three. (laughs) So, all right, let's do weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. I will start then with some American news. Revealed, leader of group peddling bleach as coronavirus cure wrote to Trump this week. Now, let's face it, we were going to talk about it. Donald Trump thinks that for some reason, maybe injecting yourself a disinfectant might cure the COVID-19 pandemic. Was this letter written in crayon with diagrams and little drawings? No, but it was nearly because it was written by someone from a religious cult. The leader of the most prominent group in the US peddling potentially lethal industrial bleach as a, quote, miracle cure for coronavirus, wrote Donald Trump at the White House this week. In his letter, Mark Greedon told Trump that chlorine dioxide, a powerful bleach used in industrial processes, such as textile manufacturing that can have fatal side effects when drunk, is, and I'm going to quote again, a wonderful detox that can kill 99% of the pathogens in the body. He added that it can, quote, can rid the body of COVID-19. He's probably not wrong. (laughs) It may kill all the pathogens in your body, but it's the side effect is it's going to kill you too. This is it. He's not wrong, but he's also giving lethal advice. <laughs> A few days after Grenon dispatched his letter, Trump went on national TV at his daily coronavirus briefing at the White House on Thursday and promoted the idea that disinfectant could be used as a treatment for the virus. To the astonishment Of medical experts, the U.S. president said that disinfectant knocks out in a minute. One minute. 
he went on to say, is there a way we can do something by an injection inside or almost a cleaning? Because uh-huh. you see, it gets in the lungs and it does a tremendous number on the lungs. So it'll be interesting to check that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. cringeworthy, to be fair. Um, did you see the doctor at the side of him looking at him? There's a, a fantastic view of, of her face as he suggests this. There's a, a female doctor, I forget her name, and she's sat just off the stage. The camera's pointed at him and her, and her face just turns into one of utter disbelief as he says that. Yeah. Well, it's... I mean, this is a new... This is a new low even for him, isn't it? <laughs> just a touch. This is like... Is this a man going senile, or is he just like, oh, this will be funny? Well, he claims now he's being sarcastic. He was being sarcastic. Uh, Yeah, that's after two days of him taking immense flack by anyone who's fucking rational. Did you see the clip? It's from a World Health, what they called World Health Organization press conference, and there's. A New York Times photographer and a New York Times journalist. And there's a hot mic in the room. Um, And it's from uh, the beginning of the month. And they claim that they were joking, right? But basically, one walks in wearing a mask and the other one goes, oh, you can take that off. We're all vaccinated in here. Takes his mask off. And then has a chat with him about a study in Los Angeles that's proved how useless masks are or something. And they've turned around... And the New York Times have claimed that he was being sarcastic. Still, they're not encouraging me to drink bleach. No. <laughs> or no, but I'm just bleach. Yeah. I'm just saying uh, it's related. Yeah, I had um, seen that. And because it was posted on a variety of conspiracy sites, I haven't seen it debunked yet, but... I'm also curious saw, to see that. I saw Joe Rogan, <laughs> and he basically said, look, yeah, they could absolutely be joking. But I don't know. Is the president joking back on the subject? I don't know. He has got a pretty fucked up sense of humour. He can't be this stupid, or is he? I don't know. I don't know. Well, the guy, <laughs> who, um, the guy who says um, that this is a, a valid cure, this Grennan chap, stars himself as the Archbishop of Genesis 2, a Florida-based outfit that claims to be a church, but which, in fact, is the largest producer and distributor of chlorine dioxide bleach as a, quote, miracle cure in the U.S. He brands the chemical as MMS, Miracle Mineral Solution, and claims fraudulently that he can claim 99% of all illnesses, including cancer, malaria, HIV, AIDS, and autism. Fucking hell. This sound I mean, it's harsh. just going to sound harsh. But anyone who uses that, they deserve anything that happens to them, to be perfect. Well, honest. not if they're using it on their if kids. You, I mean, that's... If you read those fucking labels, read what's in it, and believe that it does what, that, what it says, then Darwin steps in then. Well, there is that. Since the start of the pandemic, Genesis 2, the cult, has been marketing MMS as a cure to coronavirus. It advises users, including children, to mix three to six drops of bleach in water and drink it. 
In his weekly televised radio show posted online on Sunday, Grenham read out the letter he wrote to Trump. He said it began, Dear Mr. President, I am praying you read this letter and intervene. God. It's yeah. just one snake oil salesman selling another snake oil salesman shit. That's it, but this snake oil salesman's dumb enough to fucking believe that injecting yourself with bleach is a really good idea. I don't believe he's being sarcastic. I think he fucking meant it. Yeah. And then realised a bit later on that actually that was quite a dumb thing to say because someone told him. He's a fucking idiot, it's obvious. I think genuinely think he's going senile. I think he's got dementia. Probably. I genuinely I do. And the presidential race is going to be interesting, isn't it? What, Dude, one senile fucker against another? Yeah. Yeah, well, to be fair, Mike, yeah, you're right. It's not going to be crash. fun, is it? Far crash, you can't miss, isn't it? Trump will win the next election, regardless of how bad, unless it, this thing kills off all his voters, he should win. Because Biden's a waste of time. Yeah. Should we carry on with the weird news? Yeah. Mike, do you want to read the Daily Star article? I can do. Thank you very much. Possess victims with superhuman strength kill with just their teeth. Sounds pretty fucking metal to me, but... Wow. Demons can possess humans and make them so strong that they can kill people with their bare hands according to a Catholic archbishop who works in the mysterious profession of exorcism. Right. Ron File Enright, archbishop and chief exorcist of the Sacred Order of St. Michael the Archangel, revealed some of the disturbing things he claims to have experienced in the podcast The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sirrett. The exorcist said that people have been killed by the demon-possessed who can use brute force or even their teeth to give fatal injuries to priests or other innocent victims. Oh, see, there's, where's the, where's the list of priest priest. fatalities? No innocent priests. Nah. Yeah. Is there such a thing as an innocent priest? Does a bear shit in the car park? Yeah, probably. Well, not very often. Well, does if he's got the chance. <laughs> no, 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 it's what I'm saying, Ben. No, no. <laughs> It does no, if it not. has the chance. Of course it does, a barrel shit. Anywhere, doesn't matter where it is. Oh, I've been going through them woods thinking, fucking hell, if only I could find a car park to shit in. And <laughs> then, oh, Look, should the bear, should the bear just be trotting to the woods and then happen to come across the visitor centre car park on his way to crossing the territory and thinks, ah, oh, I'm going to drop my arse here. He's going to drop it. Okay. He doesn't care where he shits. All right, Mr. Bear expert. I'm not just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, during the lockdown, I've actually got my degree in bearology. Oh, fucking hell. What, the gay... The subset of the, the gay community? <laughs> <laughs> oh, aren't you a card? You wrapped that up. With a <laughs> I did, you're right. <laughs> Well, no, guys, I'm practicing social distancing, so there's no bears coming to my house. Ah, oh, fair play. Right, back to these fucking Jaws people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also claims they have the strength of five individuals. 
Wow. Well, okay. And they could take another individual and literally throw them across the room. That's not a problem. Yeah, most wrestlers can do that. <laughs> That's true. But Hulk Hogan was strongest five men. Yeah, exactly. I was sitting throwing massive people like really far. <laughs> Picked up under the giant, for God's sake. <laughs> he said there have been cases in the past where a victim of demonic possession has just simply attacked people that were in the room during an exorcism and claimed that many of the cases were, quote, fatal. If someone bites you in the throat, you're not going to survive that. So, you know, there are precautions that have to be taken. Some Lord. kind of throat guard, maybe. Like a scarf. <laughs> yeah, like a scarf. Email <laughs> scarf. Yeah, or maybe put your be... collar up. Oh, well, yeah. On your coat. <laughs> that, that'd stop it. Kind of. Yeah. The Vatican has offered exorcism classes for £350 so people can learn how to cast their evil demons. All right, we need to fucking... All right, let's all chip in and send one of us on from the course. <laughs> Can't we do it online? Rome's a beautiful city. Go and, you know, experience it. Do your exorcism course. Really want to go to Italy right now. Well, just as much as being in the UK, isn't it? Mate, the death rate is way higher in Italy for some reason, and no one knows why. That's because those of old people live with their young relatives. Yeah, and when they greet each other, they kiss each other on the cheek. Yeah, that's got a lot to do with it. No, the actual mortality, you know what I mean? Like, the actual percentage of people with it who die is higher. And I don't think it's as simple as them being older. It's weird. This disease is weird. Maybe not even real. But um, it's sort of mutant, isn't it? It's like how it fucks one person up but barely touches the next person. Very strange. Is it real? My Aryan genes should keep you safe. Apparently now they're saying nicotine can kill it. Hey! Hey! We're fine, boys! (laughs) Three chain-smoking fucking idiots over here. Yeah, we've fucking cancelled up to the eyeballs, but there's no fucking corona near me. Hey! <laughs> yeah, fucking diabetes, but fucking no corona. That's it. No. No corona. This virus has led to me losing shedding. Well, this virus and me not drinking four cans of beer every day. I've lost 16 fucking pounds a secondary a secondary factor in this is i'm a delivery driver and nowhere's fucking open for food so i'm eating like one one sandwich to get me through work during the day and then one meal at home and i've lost just over a stone wow yeah i'll be in one of them women's weekly magazines soon yeah holding a pair of fat jeans Pandemic chic. Yeah. <laughs> Coughing your lungs up. <laughs> like me another fag, I said it stops this. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Sorry, so what do we think of these fucking vampire jaws people? Well, who can say? You know, until one of us gets on the course. Are they real? Well, possessed people. Well, it's, it's always strange how only the religious get possessed. Yeah. Well, they're very mentally unwell. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing, really. 
I don't think that's true that only religious people can get possessed. Well, I've never seen an atheist who's been possessed. I've never seen anybody who's possessed. <laughs> well, no, but all the stories you hear about, all the footage you see, it's all people in a church who obviously believe in an afterlife and heaven and hell and God and the whole nine yards. And they're always the ones who get possessed. You never see that some guy go in the church and go, I'm an atheist, I'm possessed by the devil, do you? I don't know, I think they take them to the church, don't they? Well, either way, we need to do this course. Well, if any of the listeners want to pay for me to go to Rome and buy me a hazmat suit, I'll do it. I'll go to Rome. Fuck it. No, I said I'll, I'll do the course. I'll go to Rome. It's fine. No, I'll do it. No, I'll it's go. Right. You've got family. I'm all right. I can you speak know. Italian. You can say I'd like a bedroom, a bedroom for two and a table for two. It's more than you can say in Italian. <laughs> I can say, oh, mate, give us a pot of lager. That's uh, Italian, isn't it? Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. oh, I bet you're the typical Brit abroad you are, man. Fuck his head and an England shirt from 1996. What, that fucking funny language. Actually, no, I am always a representative of my country abroad, so I am very well behaved. <laughs> Get you. Yeah. <laughs> Bring yourself to learn a bit of basic Italian, though, can you? How are you going to get well, on this course? Well, they do it in English, aren't they? All the priests can speak bloody different languages. That's their job. Are you sure you're going to be able to, be able to handle their English, their Italian accents while speaking English? Isn't that yeah. going to trigger you? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm not a racist. I'm cool with anyone speaking English. Saves me out to learn. Okay. Go on then, Mike. Uh, Gaz, do you want to do the last one? Uh, ciao, Bella. Uh, Our good friend, Jim Backer. Jim Backer. Jim Backer begs viewers, don't let me have to file for bankruptcy. Oh, how awful that would be. <laughs> News. This television program today, End Times Pastor, Jim Backer, begged viewers to send in donations by cheque so he can keep his ministry afloat and not have to declare bankruptcy. As Right Wing Watch reported last week, Backer is facing a dire financial crisis as a result of his network being unable to process credit card transactions ever since it found itself facing various legal problems for promoting the silver solution it sold as a possible cure for the COVID-19 coronavirus. Oh, oh, a bit of karma here, is there? Oh, you know what? I don't really believe in karma, but I do love it to see it in action, you know? That's the karma. This is just the legal system in action. I know, but I know it's just, it's just fantastic that someone's finally fucking gone hang on. Yeah. This fucker's just peddling bollocks. Let's actually do him for it. It's about time. It is about time. Of course it is. These people are shielded from the law most of the time. They they yeah. sit out of court, don't they? And you know. That's it. Well, and because they're pastors and men of God, they're sort of given a a buy or whatever. They're given a free pass. Well it sickens you, Mike. It sickens listen, me. Listen to what Mr. Backer said. They're already bleeding us to death, and now we're going to have to play lawyers that will bleed you to death, Backer continued. I know my critics are watching me right now, and they're having a ball. They're having a ball, and they're saying, wow, we've whipped Jim Backer, finally. I'll tell you what, 
You all may want my head on a platter and you may get it, but I'll be gone to heaven and you're not going to win. You're not going to win because I'm 80 years old and I don't need to win. I need to please God. And that is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Well, I'm pretty sure God wouldn't want you studying miracle fucking cures that don't work. <laughs> That's the end of the article. Fuck you, Jim. Back up. See you in yeah. court. He is a cunt. He's a cunt. Though. He's, I don't know if he's worse than Pat Robinson or not. He's a thunder cunt, mate. They're all as bad as me. I think they are. You're right, they are. Especially that other guy with the weird eyes who was praying for everyone to be cured and then claimed he did it and said, send me your money. Yeah, they're all currents. Right. I think that was... It was the news. Let me just ask another question briefly. Have you looked at the other... um, American protests against social distancing and quarantine and lockdown? I'm vaguely aware of men with machine guns standing in the street. Um, You've got healthcare workers on their hours off standing out there counter-protesting, saying, you people really need to go away, stop mixing, because loads of people are dying in there. But of course, no, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, COVID-19 does not exist against these people. It's Fake. 5G. 5G! 5G! Don't worry, 5G. all these people would have injected themselves with bleach by now, probably. <laughs> As we did mention the other week, if all these guys who and ladies who go out there and claim that either A, God's going to keep them safe, or B, this is against our constitutional rights and we're going to stand it. Don't let the economy die. Fuck the people. But the economy is going to survive when they're all dead. Won't that make things better in a way? The thing is, they're not all going to die, are they? I mean, some of them might catch it, but they're not all going to die. So they're still going to be around. Yeah. These people. Their numbers will be reduced, though. Yeah, about one or two percent, and that'll be the same for everybody else who they've come in contact with. I have to be yeah. honest, lad. I feel very, very conflicted about this whole thing because I haven't just been locked down at home. Well, I have been during the evenings, but during the day I've been driving around, and like half of me wants to take it seriously and be sensible. Part of me is like thinks, "Ah, oh, fuck it, this is being blown way out of proportion for some reason." And but part of me also really doesn't like my civil civil liberties being taken away, even for a correct reason, like a pandemic. It still doesn't feel right. And it's quite scary how we all just like how they just like stay at home. And there's precedent now. They'll be able to do this again in future and everyone will just comply. Yeah, see, I, I agree with you. I do think the lockdown's necessary, but I think if we'd have had... I don't know, maybe a really strict one for two strict one for two weeks. Maybe then this thing wouldn't be as bad as it is now. Um, yeah. if our government did acted sooner, that would have also been a thing. Norway went on to lockdown and New Zealand went on lockdown immediately as soon as they had one case. Now they're easing measures because their lockdowns were so effective. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think the main thing is you want to save lives, don't you? You do, and I agree with that, but that two weeks of herd immunity right. didn't help. Hold on a minute, and that should be the overriding concern, shouldn't it? Yeah. So therefore, you should do everything you can to prevent more deaths. 
quite but, painful, as far as I see. Yeah, it is. It's a good idea. That's I've nothing against that strategy to slow the spread. What bugs me are these people who are saying that this is we should have more of this. Yeah. Like, oh, we should have this when it isn't about. And I mean, people worried about the economy. It's made up. It doesn't That's really. That's what I mean. Yeah. People's lives that matters. Yeah, yeah but their but their jobs also matter, don't they? So it's yeah, like, I know, it's, but it's but it's all just a game. We can organise society differently. Uh, all capitalism. See, I do agree with you. I do uh, agree with you, Mike. All it is is organising production and distribution of them goods. Which is kind of what's been going on now in a in a, a quote light format. Exactly, capitalism's been failing for ages. Look at food banks. Yeah. Need I say any more? The country's running on, I don't know, Britain especially. I mean, how many workers are on furlough or working from home? Oh, just goes to show we don't actually all need to turn up. Does it? Exactly, mate. Exactly. Showing you the chamfer it is, that it is. I don't know. We've been making a fortune at our place. <laughs> Well, you, you are, never, but, but, but to remember that if your job, Gaz, in, in, in a future society could be actually really important, so it would be more highly paid. Well, it is really important now. It's, well, it's really important now, but it could be even more important. There's not so many delivery drivers. All of, a that... sudden it, all of a sudden, it's proved, like the bankers and these CEOs, we can do without them. We don't need them. They're not yeah. vital for society. NHS workers, oh. delivery drivers... Food producers, they're the people that really matter. Mm. Right, P- people are willing to go and work in the fucking supermarket during a pandemic. Yeah, they're they're the they're fucking heroes, pretty, isn't they? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty brave, coming into contact with literally thousands of people and doing a shit job for shit money. Uh, you know, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, my my stepsister Nat, who was a, a listener, said that oh, she works at Audi. She was doing 50, 60 hours a week, stocking the shelves, working on the tools. You know, she was getting up at 4 a.m. to get to work for six. Mm. Before six, it's, you know, they're the heroes. Get the shelves stocked amongst all the fucking idiots, panic buying toilet paper, for example. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't you run know. out of toilet paper once. No, neither have I. No, I I've didn't. never I run out of toilet paper in my life. And I've been doing a perfectly normal amount of shitting, I'll have you know. Me too. Me too. <laughs> We're saving it up, taking really big ones, so I haven't got a goes off. <laughs> well, on that bombshell, we end with. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So let's go on with the main thrust of today's topic alien, let's say human mutilations by ETs, I think is a good way to describe this. Wow. Allegedly. Yeah, my allegedly. He couldn't mutilate anybody. Well, unless he got his finger really hot and jabbed it up your ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe he cor- did. We don't know coring, what went on. Pouring out arseholes. Jesus Christ. Well. Like sitting on well, a red I, I don't want to say that. was Gus goes back to our Spanish Inquisition episode. Does ET stand for enema treat? <laughs> Uh, 
call him, Mike? <laughs> I wish I could finger up my ass. to find E.T. with his fucking gangly finger up Mike's arse and then oh. you have to punch, to punch E.T. <laughs> I stove his fucking head in, mate. I don't care. <laughs> with a crowbar. <laughs> with a crowbar, with a mallet, anything really. I'd be like, hey, I was enjoying that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. All right. Let me start the article. Okay. Let me start. Okay. Let me start the episode I have planned for you. Okay, I'm all ears. One of the most gruesome, sinister, and completely intriguing phenomena connected to the phenomenon of UFOs is that of the dark world of cattle mutilations. By some accounts, for some reason, it seems that whatever is behind these strange lights in the sky also has a liking for targeting various livestock for some impromptu surgery and mutilation. Often ending up with carcasses that show a variety of strange features, such as almost selectively missing organs, strangely precise cuts, a lack of deterioration, and no rotting stench pervading the area. This is all quite horrifying enough. But what if it was not a cow, horse, or some other beast of burden, but rather a human being? That would be sinister indeed, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> there have been men, there have indeed been such cases where people have been found to vanish under mysterious circumstances, only to appear later, showing all the hallmarks of cattle mutilations, sending them into the annals of unexplained mysteries. Wow. Okay, I'm intrigued. Right. Perhaps one of the most famous cases of an apparent case of mysterious, inexplicable human mutilation occurred in Brazil in 1988. reservoir was found the body of a man that was in a very strange state indeed. Although it was determined that the person had been dead for several days, there was no smell when it should have been rife with the stench of decay. No noticeable decomposition, and there was no sign the body had been fed upon by scavengers or even insects. Upon his body were found to be numerous smooth, round holes, and the man's lips, eyes, tongue, and ears had been cut away with expert precision, not torn or ragged in any way. Other wow. tissue and organs had been removed as well for reasons unknown. And there were other anomalies. Anomalies. I can never say the word anomaly. Anom- How do I say it? Anomaly. 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 I can never say that word. I cannot get my tongue around it. Unlike a clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just did a sick in my mouth. <laughs> I love the word clitoris. It just rolls off the tongue. Oh, just fucking do you, aliens. <laughs> I'm seeing nothing alien about this whatsoever at the moment. Hang on, we're getting there. We're getting there. 
Go on then. The coroner, tasked with examining the body, would later say of it, quote, although the victim had been dead for 48 to 72 hours, there'd been no sign of being eaten by animals or starting to rot, as would be expected. There was no smell. Bleeding from the wounds had been minimal. The lips and flesh from the face had been cut away. The eyes, ears and tongue had been removed. Neat, round holes, one to one and a half inches in diameter, had been made on the shoulders, arms, head, stomach and, and anus and tissue and muscle had been extracted. The holes had not been made through which extensive digestive organs had been extracted. So they've drilled them holes, not taken out the intestines through those holes. The scrotum, but not the penis, had been removed and all pubic hair had disappeared. The rectum had been called out. Ew. Despite these devastating mutilations, there was no sign the victim had been bound or had struggled in any way. So we've got post, we've got pre-mortem injuries, but no sign of a struggle, nothing in the system, presumably. Weird incisions, eyeballs out, lips off, eyelids off, anus cord. Oh, God. And linking this to aliens, how? I, don't, I still don't see the link. We're getting there. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Come well, on. This is actually considered an alien case. This one is, there's no explanation. It's, it's like, like a. Well, the thing is, though, Mike, I mean, like cat mutilation, can't say it's UFOs, but when humans rock up dissected in the same manner, we've got to link the two cases. That's what we do as detectives. Yeah, but the cat mutilations, as far as I know, there's no direct evidence that it was a UFO or alien. Well, there's no direct evidence. And this guy's been carved up like a ball sack, rectal, eyeball platter. But come on, <laughs> Ben. I'm glad that you're willing to take that giant leap, but I'm afraid I'm not yet. Until I see All right, head. science officer, numerology science officer. <laughs> What's wrong with numerology? Now, uh, the mysterious body was photographed and the pictures shown to a Dr. Goez Rubens. You concur, they were all very odd indeed and seemed inexplicable by normal definitions. It was also pointed out by an associate, the mutilations on display had them on the mysterious body, because they never identified this dude, had many of the same hallmarks of the more well-known cattle mutilations, such as a lack of decomposition, organs, uh, organs seemingly selectively removed, precision, almost surgical cuts, and random holes bored into the corpse. It appears the dead man was never identified and his strange death has, from then on, had many questions surrounding him, surrounding it. Who or what did this to him? And why was there no decomposition? Why were some organs missing and not others? Why had they been removed so cleanly and precisely? Why has his anus been cored? Why has okay. his scrotum been removed? Why have his eyeballs been just literally scooped out like with a pair of melon ballers? Why have those holes been made in the body? Why have the victim struggled or shown signs of being detained? Uh, Aliens. Uh, Aliens. 
Now this one, Mike, links it in. Is that it? No, I've got more. No, no, I mean, is that it for that story? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. You didn't even no, say UFO sighting in the area, nothing, nothing. Mike, this is a common theme of the mutilation. Look, the fact that the body hadn't decomposed, it could have been on ice. Again, it could have been dumped into the river or wherever it was found. Maybe it could have, but why make the same marks as the cattle mutilations that have been found? Why make the same decisions as regards to stuff being removed? Or perhaps he's a copycat killer and he started on cattle and moved to humans. Now, that's an interesting theory, but there'd have to be more than one unless he's really proactive. Could be more than one. I don't know. Could be more than one. Anyway, I have another case for you with a UFO sighting to match. Okay. Oh, goody. Perhaps even more bizarre still is the 1956 case of Air Force Sergeant Jonathan Levette. In March of that year, Levette and a Major William Cunningham, both of the Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico, ventured out into the desolate desert scrub to collect fallen debris from a recent missile test at the White Sands Missile Test Range near Roswell. And at one point, Levette went off behind a dune. A few moments later, Cunningham reportedly heard Levette scream out in terror and he ran to investigate. What he saw next will cause him to scream as well. According to Cunningham, after going over a ridge, he was met with the sight of a large silvery disc-shaped object hovering about 15 or 20 feet in the air, which had a long snake-like object trailing from it. To his horror, he saw that this appendage was wrapped around the leg of Levette in the process of pulling him towards a strange craft. At this point, Cunningham would report that he had somehow become inexplicably paralysed. Wanting to take action, but unable to move as he watched his friend get pulled and reeled into the object, after which he'd sped off at a breathtakingly great speed. As soon as he was out of sight, Cunningham found himself released from whatever had kept him frozen there. After radio and mission control and telling them what had happened, he was told they were indeed picking up a radar signature, moving rapidly, but they were not able to tell what it was. Security forces and soldiers immediately descended upon the area, and a massive search began, which would go on for three days finding a single trace of the missing man. In the meantime, it was suspected that Levette had been the victim of foul play and that Cunningham was responsible. His wild story simply a cover. He was detained and on the third day of the search, after meticulously scouring 100 square miles of the landscape, Levette's body was found around 10 miles from where he'd gone and his corpse was in a horrifying state. Besides being completely drained of every drop of blood, there was no sign of vascular collapse, meaning he had not died of bleeding to death, which was very unusual for someone who'd been drained of so much blood. (laughs) (laughs) An incision had been made in Levette's lower jaw, through which his tongue had been removed, a cut which extended from the tip of his chin all the way down the larynx. His anus and genitalia had been expertly removed, quote, as if from a plug. 
And his wow. eyes have been taken out smoothly. The body showed no signs of decomposition, despite being estimated to have been lying out in the desert heat for one or two days. And most oddly of all, there were found to be dead scavengers nearby that apparently died after trying to feed on the body. None of it made any sense. You're right it's there. It's weird, I'll give you that. This particular incident has its origins in an alleged report called Grudge slash Blue Book Return 13, which is um, allegedly part of the Project Blue Book thing, but never made never made the publication because it was possibly a little bit too extreme. They were trying to sell it. Do we so know pos- possibly bollocks? Or possibly true. Air Force personnel being abducted, anuses and genitals cord, eyeballs removed, dropped back on the earth. What would be the purpose of this? Experimentation. Right. What do you learn, do you think, from coring an arsehole? Well, they're learning basic biology, aren't they? They're learning our biology. Learning That's not basic the... biology. Coring out an arsehole. <laughs> Taking a swab, that would be the basic. Answers, the answers to every medical question are in the ass. <laughs> Why is my tough hurt? <laughs> Why have I got a headache? You need an enema treat, You yeah. need a new fucking doctor, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, a lot of medical tests you go for, what they check, yeah, they check the yeah. poo, comes out of oh, the yeah. ass. Therefore, so, boom, the ass so, is at the... So when did your the doctor party. first? When did he first say to you, Ben? The answer to every medical question is in the anus. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I was now five years old, a bright, innocent child who was very trusting. Bend over. A bright, innocent child who was very trusting, and you know, I was the doctor's the one Are day, you, and got to put a glove on, doctor. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stop coming back to me. You. That's not your finger, Doctor. <laughs> Wait, stuff's coming back to me. <laughs> nah, it'll be all right. <laughs> if we're here if you need to talk, Ben. Nah, we're cool. I don't okay. know what you're about. Okay. Cool. Right, moving on. <laughs> right, I'm going to move forward in the timeline. Although okay. many strange stories have come out of the Vietnam conflict, there could be none stranger than that reported at a UFO conference in Las Vegas in 1989 by an ex-US Air Force man who was serving as a photographer in Vietnam in the late 60s. He was involved in a mission to investigate the mysterious crash of a B-52 bomber and was airlifted by helicopter into the jungle where the plane had gone down. The first surprise was to find the plane intact with no sign of a crash landing. It was as if the plane had been airlifted and placed into position. Inside the cabin, though, was a greater shock. The four-man crew were still strapped into their seats, but all had been mutilated with the typical clean-cut wounds that we see in the animal mutilations. After investigating the plane and photographing the occupants, the investigation team was ordered to burn the plane and those in it. Wow. Cleanse it with fire. <laughs> exactly. Literally uh, cleanse it with fire. Uh, well, as a method, it it is effective, isn't it? It is. 
Judging by these the cases you've heard so far, yeah, the well-known cases of this, I dare say there are many, many others which don't quite make it to uh, this to public knowledge. To like this, this level of credibility. To this level of credibility, exactly, Mike. That's what it is. <laughs> I would argue that, um, Mike, I know you're a fan of the Dyatlov Pass incident. Yeah. Yeah, you, you like that one, don't you? It's one of your favourite little unexplained cases. We've mentioned it before. Yeah, I like that The one. bodies were found in a dissected state, weren't they? Mutilated. Yeah, ripped apart by a yeti. Oh, no, what if it was aliens? Ah, yeti. Oh, come on. Do you honestly think that someone wrote... We now know the snowman is true in their own blood. I mean, why not just write Yeti? I don't know, but did he have to use his kidney as a full star? <laughs> uh, wonderful. So, <laughs> so what do you reckon? Dyatlov Pass as well? No, that wasn't aliens. You don't think that it's weird that there's been alien encounters, alien sightings, strange sightings in the sky, and then a human body just rocks up, missing its anus and scrotum, and its eyeballs gouged out. Uh, no. Psychos in meat cleavers. Yeah, people get murdered <laughs> and fucked up all the time. Just look in the back of my van, for God's sake. No, who's dropping the fucking serial killer <laughs> van driver jokes now? <laughs> Me. Well, moving on. Is it a possibility that Thatcher and Reagan covered up this up? Possibly. While the aforementioned cases are all horrific in equal measure, they're generally regarded as one-off and very strange encounters. Some, however, claim these are just the tip of the iceberg and this is happening all over the planet with everyday people. Derek Goff came in possession. He was a UFO reporter in the mid-1990s. Uh, he came into possession of documents and information via an anonymous UK military source who worked on secret projects for NATO and the US military. Essentially, governments are covering up these human mutilation cases. The source is part of a top-secret unit alert to UFO visitations. They would ensure the area was, quote, protected, during the brief stay, and then it was their job, wherever possible, to recover any human corpses and hand them over to the US military. Officially, the dead people, quote, recovered, would remain on record as missing. Okay. The response team, according to the source, came into being through Thatcher's government in response to Ronald Reagan's request. They were on constant call and reachable at all times. Helicopters were always on standby to take the unit wherever required. And what's more, the people that gave the unit their orders not only had a head knowledge of UFO activity, but of such activity that would result in human or animal mutilation. Okay. Now, uh, Goff, who was the investigator, attempted to pass this information on to the police including several photographs of such mutilated corpses. They removed the pictures from his possession, although for his own, although fortunately for him, he'd made copies of them. 
Shortly after he received several threatening phone calls regarding the claims he was making, he also suffered a strange fire to the office at his property. Now frightened for his safety, Goff passed what he had left of the documents and information onto a retired police officer and UFO researcher, Tony Dodd. He made contact with the source and their conversations resulted in the book Alien Investigations in 1999. Uh, he's also been on Howard Hughes' Unexplained podcast. Oh, he must be telling the truth then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically these things are happening all the time and it's all being covered up. Why is it being covered up? Because it obviously be- lets people know that, you know, aliens are visiting. We've got an agreement with them. And they're doing some weird shit to our bodies and then dumping us. But if they had an agreement, wouldn't they just say, like, look, can you just keep the bodies? Stop dumping them with cord anuses everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) It would just give you some... Look, look, when I'm at work, I do the bare fucking minimum, right? And if I've got, all I've got to do that night is core someone's anus and move their eyeballs and man and scoop and bore several holes in their torso. And they say, oh, yeah, just, yeah, fuck it. Just dump it tonight, eh? Get off, an, get off early. Go home, back have a few space beers. Watch some space porn. I'm dumping that body on the moor. Yeah, I'm sure that breaks would break any sort of protocol that they're meant to be enforcing you know what I mean and, and I'm an alien and I've got a lot more technology than those little monkeys down there so I'm in charge of this treaty so I'll just do what I want yeah but then you get back to the mothership and your superior goes what the fuck did you dump that body in that creek you idiot you're fired <laughs> well, what's the worst that can happen <laughs> your little alien kids will starve to death nah they won't they'll be UBI Mike it's a universe Universal alien paradise. Damn, hoisted by my own petard. <laughs> it's a future communist paradise. Oh, God. Don't get him hard. There's no coring of assholes in my future paradise, Ben. I don't know about you. Yeah, I bet there is in yours, Mike. Anyway, let's not let's not rip on Mike's economic dream. Let's instead rip on this fucking bollocks you've presented us with this evening. <laughs> oh, you mean bollocks? <laughs> This is like people, soldiers getting mutilated in the Vietnam War. People are being dumped places with their assholes caught. Listen, you know what happened in Vietnam? Some perverted soldier like you, or in like that guy, which what movie? Do you mean is like me? Universal soldier where he's got the necklace made of. Hey, fucking you, ears. you said like me. I'm not some yeah. good bloke going around cutting people's ear off. Coring with an apple core, a corkscrew, taking out in the middle of some Viet Cong's anus, just for some I weird little. I wouldn't do game. that. Yeah, you would, just for some weird little sex power game. Yeah. I would not do that. Okay. <laughs> well, now listen. All jokes aside, cattle mutilation does fucking weird me out a bit because I've seen photos of it. So like, it has. Like, normal people that are not conspiracy-related, just normal farmer people are, like, reported it. Like, it happens, doesn't it? It really does happen. And yeah. it's fucking weird. And no one knows what the fuck is going on. It's pretty weird, isn't it? Without even adding yeah. aliens into the mix, you bloody fantasist. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there some sort of weird animal that we don't know about? You know how ducks have corkscrew-shaped penises? 
Is there a giant duck, wild wilder duck beast with a corkscrew oh. cock? Maybe. 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 Could be oh, an alien duck. It could be anything. <laughs> an alien duck. Oh. It's aliens. It's blatantly aliens. Oh, God. Right, these, these aliens are dropping human corpses mutilated back to Earth. We're finding them. It's being covered up. Same as the cows. Cats and dogs living together. It's the end of the world. We all know it's going to happen. It's going to be an alien invasion. Boom. To be fair, I am glad they covered it up. And I do understand why they'd covered it. Imagine the local news in, like, you know, Arkansas or somewhere like that. With like, and then tonight's final story. Mutilated <laughs> 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 corpses have been raining from the sky in the middle of nowhere. We have yep. absolutely no idea how they died, what happened to them, or where their anus, anal passages have been yeah. removed. Please stay indoors. <laughs> Take an umbrella. Yeah. Take an umbrella. <laughs> Look, everyone would have fucking minds, wouldn't they? It's raining <laughs> corpses. Hallelujah. That was Jimmy Savile's favourite song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. The Corpse Bride of it. He loved that film, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Alien ducks? Non-alien ducks? It's aliens blatantly. They're experimenting on us for some unknown reason. Is it beyond the realms of possibility that just like crop circles, this is an elaborate hoax? No. Come on, there could be some pervert killing animals and doing weird things to the corpses just to fuck with people. No. In court. What, you're not even willing to entertain that as a possibility? Blazing the aliens. Lord almighty. You haven't, Ben, please tell me you haven't got any bleach in the house. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I haven't actually, no, funnily enough. Someone came around and took it away earlier. <laughs> You're carrot. <caring. laughs> I see one person who died drinking that fucking chloro. Oh no. One you are shitting me, yeah? No, no, they have, yeah. Oh. An elderly couple from Arizona drank. Oh. What they used Darwin. It's what they used to clean up their fish tank and they poured it in their tea. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh. Oh, Lord. Mm. Uh, oh. Darwin, mate. Darwin, don't well, feel bad. There's one less voter for, for him. Yeah. Just about. That sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. You're like, at this point, isn't it just a fucking intelligence test? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be at it. I mean... Oh, you know what? Well, it is a case of um, natural selection, isn't it? It will certainly sort the wheat from the chaff. It will, but I, I genuinely saw a, a picture today with a sign from these American protests, and this dude had a sign saying, like, you know, only the strong will survive, reopen the economy. Oh, fuck's sake. Do you know what, mate? We've got a new insult to call people, though, now we can go, shut up, you bleach drinking idiot. <laughs> you bleach-injected bleach twat. Yeah. God's sake. Oh, just, well, 
thing is that you'd never be able to tell it. You'd never be able to say it to them because they'd be dead. That's <laughs> 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 what amuses the most. Is like at this point, the survive the human race has come dungeon tangents test. Stay inside. Don't get ill. Go outside. Drink bleach. <laughs> and I think this could be a real period of change the human race I really do I agree uh, a massive time of upheaval nature will take its course I was watching I've rewatched all the Star Trek uh, movies the original ones and in one of them I can't remember which but Spock has an amazing quote you must have faith that the universe will unfold as planned or as it will or as intended Something like that. Basically, whatever will be, will be. Just go with it. It was all meant to be anyway. Yeah, um, that's Taoism, that's that is. Yeah. So, you know, we'll just let it all unfold and we'll let these bleach drinkers drink their bleach and we won't drink our bleach. And um, <laughs> hopefully everything yeah. will be fine. And we smoke like fucking chimneys, so we won't be getting no corona. No, this is true. And to be Less fair... smokers in China died. Well, that's true. And to be fair, although I have been travelling around and visiting lots of shops for my job, I've been wearing a mask and gloves and I haven't let anyone cough in my mouth or, or lick my earlobe or anything like that. Or fuck yeah, me but so It can stay on like metal surfaces for like three days. Well, I haven't been licking any metal surfaces either. How often are you changing your gloves? Oh, every time I go in and out of shop. Oh, good, 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 good. I've got a box of them, yes. Sorry, I'm just watching. This happened last time we were recording, didn't it? A giant fucking spider again. Walking up my wall, a bastard. I'm going to have to keep my eye on it. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to relax for the rest of the evening. I've got to watch where it goes. Uh, okay, so let's finish the episode on some weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Get the baby wipes ready. Shit the bed hot sauce will leave you on the toilet for hours. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. This is coming. This is a man who eats no spicy food at all. Um, I like it, but I don't like it that, that fucking hot. Yeah. I don't like it to the extreme. No. Gel frames um, sort of hot. Oh, I, I, nope. Don't even... Oh. Anyway, the article goes, The second I get to a Tex-Mex restaurant, I dose my chips in salt and salsa. But if the hot sauce is too hot, I just settle for a tortilla with butter and a margarita. Why? Because I'm way too chicken for any hot sauce. It's going to make my stomach feel anything less than perfect. If you love your hot sauce scorching you're insane but i'm challenging you to try shit the bed hot sauce no bunsters is the company behind the shit the bed hot sauce hot sauce is loaded with himalayan pink salt bird's i do love eye peppers i do love uh, himalayan pink salt and bird's eye you know, peppers it is a little known fact that mike as a grinder full of himalayan pink rock salt any salt i use Gaz, you have an opinion on that? Yeah, it is supposed to be healthier, so Leona does buy it, and so does my mate who I'm living with at the moment. 
Right. Even though apparently okay. it's not from the Himalayas, it's from Pakistan. Oh, oh well. Close enough. Yeah. Don't they have a bit of the Himalayas? Probably. It's around that area somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, know. so on the top of India. Geography's not my strong point, as I've proved several times before on the show. True. True, true, true. But being all around wonderful is my strong point, so there. Is it? Yep. Oh, really? Wow. I went shopping for my quarantined family today, Ben. I put it with the general public for two hours. I'm a hero. I'm a superman. And, a, and an essential worker, so applaud. Haven't you seen the advert? You applaud for me now. Hashtag. I'm an essential worker. Why are you at work then? I'm a furlough. So you're not essential then, are you? Yeah. There's not enough work for me, and for health reasons, obviously. But I would so be you're... an essential worker. But you're not. You're literally not an essential worker because you're not at work. I. Yeah. I've been um, clapping for you guys on a Thursday. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I Thank wasn't. You. I would have enjoyed the clapping, but somebody on our street played that um, McFly song at absolute ear-bleeding volume. I thought it was my housemate. I went downstairs and he wasn't in the house because he was outside angrily trying to find out why there was ear-bleeding McFly. And then we what realized song it was, was it? It's, they've re-released it for charity for the NHS. It's all about you. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, all okay. about no. you, baby. And, uh, yeah, we realised it was for the NHS, so we gave them a pass. But I was like, it is a little bit weird that I'm supposed to just accept that at 8 o'clock. What if I just put some Iron Maiden on it? Like that. <laughs> yeah. Bring your, your daughter. Bring your daughter. <laughs> to the slaughter. Oh, I'm celebrating all the delivery drivers out there. They look like yeah. metal, don't they? Yeah. I'm doing mine at 9pm, though. Celebrating all the dead people in the back of his van. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that wasn't even me this time. Hey, I am allowed to make those jokes. You two are pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there's some fucker outside my house banging a fucking wooden spoon on a fucking saucepan. Yeah. It's fucking seals, sick. trained fucking seals. You yeah. want a fucking fully functioning test? You don't vote Tory. Simple as. Oh, yay! Take my civil liberties. Yay! Yeah, take them away. I'm allowed out at eight o'clock on a Thursday. I have to clap for something that shouldn't need to be clapped for. Yeah. This is like the most insane case of virtue signalling I've ever seen. I literally have to go outside to show my neighbours. Look, I'm a clapper too. <laughs> I've got some on my Facebook who every Thursday morning posts. Remember to go out and clap tonight for the NHS at eight. They're not even an NHS worker. They're one of those people that describe themselves as yummy mummy. Oh, fuck off. Are we just cynical pricks? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's part of that. There is part but of that, but I also think that we three and most of our listeners have certainly switched on enough to realise that we're just clapping for the slaves, clapping for the masters. The slaves yeah. are clapping for the masters, and that's 
the way it's always been until oh. the revolution. Oh, give me some boots to lick, please. Oh, yeah. Thank you for saying pandemic. Oh, oh, and have you seen all that shit? Like, oh, this is the challenge I've been given on Facebook. Post this picture. Post a fucking band I've listened to. It's like, oh, fucking CPR, you bastards. Yeah. Seriously, oh, yeah. amuse your fucking selves. I was thinking the other day, Ben, it does prove, you know, all these nominations on Facebook, it does prove what an unpopular prick I am. Because although I have many... <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> You know, I, mean, I know what you're gonna say, and I'm exactly the same. Nobody ever knows me. Strange, like ever, ever. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's almost as I if had, I, only, I had one nomination. <laughs> oh man, it's almost as if they know I'm a sarcastic, salty prick. Okay. Mm. Oh dear. That's it. I had one nomination. I've only had, ever had one, and it was that ice bucket challenge bollocks, right? <laughs> and this guy I worked with nominated me. I was like, I just, I'm not doing that. Oh no, you miserable bastard! Blah 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 blah. He replies, and I said, No, I'm not a fucking sheep, mate. That was half, a you, half of you don't even know what the fuck <laughs> you're doing this for. Yeah, it was a satanic ritual. There you go. Exactly. I do that shit in private. I don't really post on Facebook. Facebook. Well, speaking of Satan, this is a head. Hey, hail the, him. Here's a little, um, a little teaser for the listeners. You know what my next pick is going to be? Go on. Is Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, a murdering Satanist? Oh. <laughs> and Freemason, Illuminati, lizard man. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can believe that. <laughs> That's where all them dead wrestlers went. They were all sacrifices. Oh. Do you know that Vince McMahon, as he is one of Donald's mates, is part of the. It's a little bit shameful to be a wrestling fan in a way, but he's part of Donald's sort of committee to get the economy back on track. Yes, um, he is. Yes, yes, yes. I read that. Vince, being a psychopath, uh, literally, as like determined to put wrestling on as soon as humanly fucking possible. Fuck, he doesn't give a fuck about the virus. Right, so, yeah, he's the perfect stooge for Donald, isn't he? Because that's what Donald needs. I need guys like you, Vince. Get out there and put yeah. on a show. Job the guys, guys that will save my magnificent hair with a hair versus yeah. hair match. <laughs> I, can up, world, a, I can believe he's a Trump voter, to be fair. Oh, been Trump for big, big mates. <laughs> Definitely a conservative, and they've been friends, like genuine friends, since the 80s. Uh, um, I can believe so, it. Totally. Uh, they're both oh, from New York. Our yeah. love of wrestling means we're just sucking at the Republican teat, and therefore Donald's Republican teat. I, my £10, in a weird way, my £10 a month that goes to the WWE Network in a roundabout way ends up somehow helping Donald because Vince contributes. Yeah. Uh, Contributed in the past to his campaigns, I think. I believe I'm correct in saying that. His wife, Vince's wife, was part of Donald's cabinet at the start. She was a small businesses minister. Oh, she was, yeah, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Yes. So, he's very in, inter, intertwined with a. Oh. 
So I believe this bold prediction from Gaz here, the one of the first major live events you will see in America will be a WWE event. It won't yes. be football or baseball or anything like that. Yeah. Vince will have special... Let's say yeah. privileges. Yeah, shall we say. Go and show me safe, Vince. Put on the biggest show you can. 70,000 people. Cram them in. Yeah. 100,000. Give them the biggest arena in the country. And then, and then there's a second massive spike in the economy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, in all seriousness, though, I mean, 50,000 deaths in America now, and still people are saying it's not real. Mad, isn't it? I, I do have sympathy. I know it might sound like a mad thing to say, but because I've been... I started off staying quite connected and up-to-date, but I have completely cut up again from the news, boys. I just can't fucking handle it. And even though I'm driving around ghost towns and I've got to wear my mask and it's all a bit weird, it's become normal because I'm on, like, week five of this now. Yeah, it's just normal to have a mask on, be wearing gloves, keeping my distance. But because I'm not watching the news and I don't know anyone who's got ill and died, it's very easy for it to not really be very real. Do you know what I mean? Like to sort I've of. Had, um, I've had a, a relative of, of a friend die. Oh man! I, I saw an ex-neighbour; her sister had died mm, of well. this. I know someone in my my mom's street died of a pneumonia last week, but they were they were gonna put it down as COVID nineteen. But I bet they do. That's why the figures are so high, Ben. Well, oh, maybe, but yeah, and they, apparently it was pneumonia. They, they they did put it down as um as pneumonia, but it, it could have been COVID nineteen because that's what it does. It gives you pneumonia, doesn't it? Effectively. Oh, well, if it comes near me, I'll rip its tits off. Uh, I can't blame you. It's an odd one, but I want to say, I, I've spent this time wisely. I am so tanned, I now get arrested for just walking down the street. <laughs> you've got you've got full gammon. I am completely <laughs> mahogany. I'm bogged <laughs> mahogany. No. I am so brown, I, I am so brown, I get arrested at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking racist jokes. <laughs> That's not racist. I'm just pointing out a fact. I am right, mahogany. It's 2020. Of course that's racist. When you woke up this morning, Twitter decided you're racist just because you woke I'm up. Not real. I'm not being racist. <laughs> Everything's racist now. Even this. Oh, ting tong ting. <laughs> well, that kind of is. Yeah. Funny enough, I watched the Simpsons episode today where Christopher Clown did exactly the same thing and he was the labour racist. <laughs> Can we get another episode episodes from the mid-90s? Look at the racist of them back to the hot sauce. The hot sauce? <laughs> oh, yeah, we were... <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. Bunsters is the company behind uh, Shit the Bird Hot Sauce. The hot sauce is loaded with Himalayan pink salt, bird's eye peppers, Trinidad scorpion peppers, and Tibetan goji berries. Just reading scorpion lets me know to stay away from this stuff. I have white sheets. I can't risk it. <laughs> it measures 35,000 on the Scoville scale, which is a measurement for how spicy a chili pepper is. For reference, a jalapeno can be anywhere from 2,000 to 8,000. I could probably take about. Units. I could probably take about 15,000. Then I think. What was that thing called again, Ben? The what scale? The uh, the Scoville scale. 
which is different, of course, to the Schofield scale, which is <laughs> the underage runners you've shagged. <laughs> you mean, of course, the um, heroic decision to come out as homosexual by having your hand forced by a dancer on the show you were hosting? No, he just felt it was the right time, Ben. <laughs> no, all right, okay. <laughs> He spend, field. He did spend fucking years with his hand up a gopher's arse, though, in all fairness. <laughs> fucking, oi, Schofield, listen, we're going to fucking you tree you, mate. You better fucking believe it. We're on to you. It's a bit homophobic, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's not homophobic in the slightest. It's blatantly obvious that it's Schofield being gay for years. Yeah. It's like, Coming out because the, the, the 21-year-old dancer you've been having an affair with for 10 years. Ben, you've got the story slightly muddled. I did look into this, series, all jokes aside. There's a very dodgy, it could be totally innocent, but it could not be. The, the lad that he had an affair with, he wasn't a dancer, he was a, producer, a runner and then a, ah. eventually a producer on the show. Uh, but there's a photograph of... of Philip visiting this lad's school when this lad was about 12 and the lad's in the photo with him. Oh, dear. So, uh, I don't know, could have been a one-off. It could have been one of those weird coincidences where, you know, maybe he's like... He's a pedo. (laughs) (laughs) Pedo! Oh, well, that's the way the British legal system works. No smoke lit fire. Hang him. <laughs> I have on the pedophinder general. Oh, Mike, when I'm in charge, you're my pedophinder general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a sweet hat and cloak. Don't you can try the ball over your sort are a bit dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a hat and a cloak. Cloak and telling you to go hunt. Fucking no. Well, man's loose. So, oh, all right, I think that's that's enough for this one, eh? Should we move on to the next one? This yeah, looks really hot. What have you got, Mike? It'll make you shit the bed. <laughs> It'll make you shit the bed. Don't shit the bed. <laughs> oh god, that just reminds me of that scene in um, Train Spotting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the Haygate? The Haygate bar toilet. Was it a bar? No, there was a bar toilet. So exactly like that. Fucking, oh, sorry, no, you're thinking of the listeners. Ben, aren't you? Hey. What about the way he shits the bed? Oh right, no, I was thinking it was that awful toilet that was in train spot. No, sorry. Yeah, where he shits the bed. The bed. It was obvious that I was on about that fucking scene, oh, yeah. idiot. <laughs> about shit in the I bed. I forgot about fucking... that scene. Oh. Jesus Christ! I forgot about that scene. I haven't seen it for years. Shush. Next article. <laughs> Next article. Stop, stop okay. making me look like an idiot. <laughs> People are using Netflix to predict the future. Okay. Using results. How does that work? Uh, it seems coronavirus lockdown boredom has been taken to new heights as Netflix viewers have moved on from merely binge-watching shows using <clears> them <throat> to predict the future. You just fucking yawning. Me? Yawned. 
Yes, people on TikTok have started a bizarre but rather entertaining new trend that sees a random episode become a crystal ball that will show you what the future holds for you. Ooh. The craze, known as the Psychic TV Challenge, was started by a user named at Grace Bergy, or Bergy, whose video demonstrating how to do it went viral, garnering over 2 million likes. Want to give it a go for yourself? Here's how you can get involved. To start, load up Netflix and put the initial of your first name into the search bar. Once the results have come up, pick a number between 1 and 10, and then count that number in the results going from left to right across the screen to find a show to use. Click on the show and then pick another number between 1 and the latest season it's on. For example, if the show has 12 seasons, you'd pick a number between 1 and 12. Then you need to select a number between 1 and the number of episodes that are in that season. That Sounds number... complicated. <laughs> yeah. I swear to that God, number is the episode you're using, so click on it. You then have to pick one final number between one and however many minutes the episode length is. No, super simple. Can you remember? Skip through the episode to that number and whatever happens to the show at that point when you press play is your fortune. I what if the thing you watch is like Hacksaw Ridge? Well, that's you know, it, yeah. And you end up in like, oh, by the way, you're going to get shot to death by a Japanese bloke. Someone got the line. Here today, gone tomorrow after someone been mugged and killed. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, this sounds a lot like fucking maths homework to me. Sounds like numerology to me, Mike. Yeah. Olics is what it is, but I just thought it was kind of weird. I thought you were numerology, Mike. There's a difference in numerology and fucking... Using Netflix to predict the future. <laughs> I don't believe in numerology anyway. <laughs> well, you've been pushed it the last few weeks. Yeah, there's been a lot of numerology anything. talk. There has, you nearly lost your badge. I probably lost that ages ago, to be fair. <laughs> All right, fair enough. What about episode three? <laughs> <laughs> All right, last weird news then. Okay, and finally... Woman projectile poops all over Walmart because she got caught shoplifting. All right, okay. One way to try and get out of it. Wow. Sounds like she got caught short. Well, oh. Well, nicely done, sir. Do you know what's hilarious about this advert? Uh, this um, article is right in the middle of it is an advert for Walmart.com. Depend, <laughs> depend, fit flex depend. underwear. Maximum absorbency. (laughs) 41-year-old Dominica Deering of Beechwood, Ohio, was arrested after shoplifting from Walmart two days in a row. But the real story is her unique, profoundly messy reaction to said arrest. Deering started shoplifting from Walmart on April 3rd, but was able to make it out of the store without being caught. However, store security and police were given her photo. So when she came back the next day, greedy for more free stuff, authorities were ready. Deering was apprehended by Walmart loss prevention officers and taken back into the office area. It was determined Deering had stolen $238.79 worth of items. Then things got weird. How weird? Deering began screaming in an unidentified language, said her name was Tamika Brown, and that she was from Pennsylvania. Then, 
according to the Walmart loss prevention officer watching her, Deering raised her dress up to a midsection and began projectile defecating all over the office, <laughs> screaming that she had the coronavirus and needed treatment. <laughs> the Walmart loss prevention officer immediately retreated into the corner of the office to avoid getting hit with Deering's flying poop and called for backup. And I assume a mop. Officers <laughs> <laughs> arrived and cuffed Deering, who pooped again at the store's end. Oh, fucking okay. hell. I always pooped someone got in them. <laughs> Ultimately, Deering pleaded guilty to two counts of violating the county's stay-at-home order, which specifies that any person coming into the county from out of town must quarantine for 14 days so as not to spread the coronavirus. And two counts of larceny. Larceny. What's how do you say? Larceny. Grand larceny. Larceny. All the charges are misdemeanours. Deering spent four days in the Haywood County Detention Centre, but otherwise was not sentenced to jail time. She was given a 45-day suspended sentence and 12 months of unsupervised unsupervised probation. That seems a strange story. <laughs> What I mean, like, how much poo has someone got in them where they can projectile shit? I don't know, man. In an so office funny. enough for some guy to hide in the corner and then have enough left in them to get out of the store and shit on the doorstep of it? Ben, I don't know. I don't know. But I want, ben. all I want is to see that security guard's face when it when she did it. Think about I kill for the look. You've had explosive shits before, right? Uh, not that explosive, mate. Now, let's think about it, though. You, where you've literally, the second you sat down on the toilet, it's like your arsehole opened up like a tap and it just exploded out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've been time. there, but I've made yeah, it to the listen, toilet. So that, what I'm saying is, imagine instead of doing it on the toilet, bending over and pointing your arse at a wall and doing it. <laughs> That's all this. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. I, I can see that. But. She sprayed like but a. Just ask to go to the toilet. Unless it's, of course, this is massive uh, insanity plea. Well, that's There's no way. I think it was a distraction technique. Yeah. She was trying to get up. There's no way this, the Walmart prevention lost officer man, whatever he's called. No way he's going to let her go to the toilet. That's just a ruse to escape. No, ma'am, you're going to sit there and wait for the police. Oh, God, ma'am. Oh, God. Oh, God. My eyes. <laughs> Is it to clean up the poo? Oh, my eyes. The goggles, they do nothing. The bleach is my eyes. Yeah. Hey, what? What's going on? Nothing. I can't hear anyone. What are you doing? <laughs> You sound like such a fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing for a fact. What's going on? Genuinely, I find this, I find it hard as a podcast without looking at you. <laughs> don't blame it's weird but it's like strangely oh, I find least... it better <laughs> <laughs> well Mike I've got a face for radio mate <laughs> oh man 
That was brilliant. Well, <laughs> I think that concludes the news. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, so should we um, end the show? Let's do it, man. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. I'm in Ben. Don't join the flavour. Don't join a cult unless it's a tiger cult. Hey. I've been Gaz. Thank you very much for listening. Stay safe and free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.